Hello everyone, we would like to welcome you to our new episode of the Ranka Pro Europe podcast, the world of fan selection. You have to point always your objective ahead. Uh, and and this has this is something that has been more even more the case since the beginning of COVID in February 20. My name is Carla Solera and I am the investor relations specialist here at Ranka Pro Europe. Today We are going to talk about tailor-made investment solutions for a new era with Natalino Barbosa, Senior Head Fund Analyst at Candram. Hello, Natalino. How are you? How is everything going in Luxembourg? Hello. Hello, Carla. Um, everything's okay. Thank you. Thank you for, uh, for receiving me in your podcast. <laughs> Thanks to you. Uh, well, Natalino, welcome to the uh, Ranka Pro Europe podcast. Uh, it is a pleasure uh, to count on you as a speaker. So, so yeah, thank you uh, for being here. Natalino has worked in the finance industry for more than 19 years and has been before moving to Candram. He began his career as a performance and risk analyst at the Scrooders. Natalino covers the liquid and iLiquid hedge fund universe, generating investment ideas for his team's uh, coming good fund and client-specific investment mandate. He's also responsible for coordinating Candrum's team efforts to select alternative usage strategies for a buy list that is proposed to internal and external clients. Also, Natalino, not we can go ahead with this discussion. It's up to you. I think you have uh, given a very, a very um, uh, clear description of uh, what I do. Okay. Okay. Amazing then. Amazing. So yeah. Well, uh, thank you, thank you, Natalino. Well, uh, today we are going to talk about a super interesting topic, as I said at the beginning: tailor-made investment solutions for a new era. An increasing part of the conversations between fund selectors with uh, their clients is about investment solutions tailored to uh, their needs and, and constraints. In today's environment of rising volatility, higher, higher uncertainty, rate hike schedules, investors often uh, want a financial program that will combine exposures to a wider selection of asset classes. As fund selectors and managers, uh, you are increasing uh, collaboration across the company to set up a solution that meets a specific demand. So, Natalino, I will get straight to the point. Where do you see the biggest interest from your clients? Well, from the uh, from from the interactions that we have uh, with our clients, I can highlight some areas for which investors uh, demonstrate uh, a lot of interest. Um, so. It, First of all, investors want their uh, investments to have meaning uh, by investing in strategies that have a strong ESG integration or that are driven by impact investing objectives. I think that benefits of the ESG investment process are now well publicized. Investors are conscious of the importance to consider an investment from a financial perspective alongside the E, the S and the G. Impact investing is not yet as popular, but is gathering momentum and is also a philosophy that deserves consideration. An investment team will deploy capital into investments targeting the improvement of an economic, social or environmental issue and defining specific objectives to be reached. These are investments that will generally that will generate, sorry, a financial return, but the compensation of the manager 
uh, will partly be tied to positive impact generated by the, the investment. Um, another area of interest uh, for which um, um, we see um, you know, uh, interest from our clients is finding alternatives to traditional asset classes. Many investors have been preparing their portfolios to a change in, in market regime that is now well underway, as we can see uh, every day. Um, mm -hmm. The balance allocation to equities and bonds uh, has had an amazing decade, but the decade to come will probably be very different. And most of them did not even factor a persistent high inflation environment worsened by a war or a return to economic to a, an economic uh, environment very tense from a geopolitical point of view so mm -hmm. we have seen allocations to alternative strategies increase in our clients portfolios mm -hmm. uh, another topic is um, well investors want to protect the expected return from their portfolios mm -hmm. We have also seen uh, an increased interest in strategies investing in private debt or the uh, private equity assets or strategies mm -hmm. with a strong income component linked to real assets. These types of strategies have interesting characteristics in the current environment. Decent yields, lower volatility, returns that are often um, linked to inflation. However, mm -hmm. they are highly illiquid. Therefore, they are suitable for specific type of investors that are well aware of the advantages and advantages, sorry, and risks of investing in private assets, and that can hold uh, longer periods, holding periods. And, and finally, I will um, uh, finish with um, uh, thematics. Uh, we are seeing, um, you know, it's um, this is a topic that has had a lot of interest for some time now, but continues to be at the top of the center of attention. Investors mm -hmm. like to be able to invest in businesses that have, you know, great development perspectives and are close to their centers of interest and into convictions. Uh, has gone through several uh, market cycles. Um, it is a multi-strategy alternative fund. It is a diversified allocation to several types of hedge fund strategies with different types of uh, alpha engines. And that is structured to be uncorrelated between them. The target of this strategy is to offer a mid-single-digit annualized return with similar volatility. And we try to, um, you know, select good alpha generators that all together can aim to offer resilient returns in the difficult market environments. This strategy was not popular during the last decade when you compare that to the traditional 60-40 allocation. But in the current context, it has shined. You know, the, the higher volatility regime that you are experiencing uh, has increased the expected return of a wider range of uh, alternative strategies. So um, that is definitely one thing that you are uh, proposing to our clients. Um, we, we also um, proposed um, variations of uh, th this strategy, that is uh, existing programs that are focused on specific types of strategies like long short equity event driven that will offer different risk return profiles but we also have uh, interesting uh, resilience and, and correlation characteristics for clients that have specific objectives of con or constraints will we use our knowledge of the universe to build 
a tailor-made selection using the different building blocks to reach the you know the the, the desired solution investment solution and that will close be closest match to what they're looking for the um, you know the parameters that are often discussed uh, with the client are um, sustainability and responsible investment requirements uh, the risk return objectives the liquidity constraints uh, that is also a very important topic considering the the wide range of strategies that we can cover but obviously also the style and the asset class preference but to come back to your question um you know uh, you talk about the, it, it, i think it's important to define the the current context yeah um, and a difficult our, one indeed indeed it's uh, it's something that we have not known for a long time uh, in our countries well uh, near our countries uh, fortunately uh, and and hopefully we will reach uh, a peaceful solution soon um our base case um with known information is that um you know you, you have rising rates uh, rising rate environment to tackle inflation mm-hmm. you have uh, the strength of the implicit central bank put that was uh implied in the market environment for 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 a long time mm-hmm. is put in question or or is more fragile there's a trend to less globalization so it started with tensions between trump administration in china and then it was accentuated with covid and then you have this terrible war we are seeing in europe that is putting another layer on top of it uh and you have new technologies uh in in you know it healthcare in the energy energy that will continue to develop at a pace that might vary from time to time so this means that we expect the market to be more nervous um volatile yeah. and certain yeah. so we think that within that context uh, alternative investments um, will definitely be you know part of the of the offering to our clients something that is more recent and innovative uh, that i would like to mention is um, some work that we have, uh, have done in developing hybrid solutions mm-hmm. that will combine a wider range of assets going from long only funds Mm-hmm. to liquid alternatives hedge funds and, and private asset strategies um uh, and, and i think that uh you know we can use the full universe that we know uh, from external managers to build specific solutions uh, that are interesting and um and i would like to point out that uh, you know my my team uh, is um is responsible for uh, uh screening and selecting external managers for the funds that we manage and for our clients and and that gives us a, a great flex- flexibility because we can go and select the manager that we consider is the best executioner according mm-hmm. to our constraints and objectives mm-hmm. however we can also choose uh, internal products when it mm-hmm. it is in the best interest uh, of our clients um of course so you know Kendrim has also great expertise uh, and a recognized leader in sustainable and responsible investment strategies and mm-hmm. we have great access to uh strong expertise internally to real estate and, and direct lending that we believe are also excellent building blocks to uh to um uh build uh, hybrid solutions 
and I mm-hmm. will uh, just uh, finish with uh, a solution that is more uh, niche, but that we propose to our institutional clients. It's mm-hmm. uh, a strategy in which Candrium was very early in recognizing the benefits to our society mm-hmm. uh, of impact investing, and we are very proud and excited with this product. And it is a fund. It is a fund of. Uh, private equity investments, you know, that addresses real issues from for our society in areas like food sustainability, social okay. discrimination, environment protection, and um, investors, you know, can uh, have a, a financial return on their investment, but, you know, they can expect also a quantification of the positive impact that is generated by uh, by this investment. So sorry, sorry for the long answer, but there, I think there no worries, no worries, no worries, because obviously um, everything that you said it was important and necessary in order to to explain my you know to in order to answer my question. So so no worries, uh, it was um, with uh, a lot of quality your answer. So when there is uh, quality, it doesn't matter the the quantity. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, Natalino also. You were talking about, you know, your team, uh, what you do at, at Candrum in terms of uh, using your own products, etc. But what are the challenges that you face uh, during while you are proposing uh, your solutions? Like, what kind of challenges uh, are you and your team facing facing on a daily basis, basically? Yeah. Um, well, there, there, there are many. There are definitely many challenges. Um, I, I, I can think of of you know a couple of, uh, of examples um the the market you know they, it moves very fast so it, you have to point always your objective ahead uh, and and this has this is something that has been more even more the case since the beginning of covid in february 20 trends are, are they're swift they're violent and, and sometimes the you know the 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 better thing is to make make a step back and adjust tactically your portfolios, but always with your sight set well ahead. Uh, and I think it's a, that is something that we has sometimes surprised, um, but um, the, the pandemic has, has brought a lot of things and uh, speed of trading uh, was definitely one of the, one of the elements that uh, shook the market since, uh, since it came along. Um, there are also invest, you know, there are also interesting investment thematics um that like energy renewables that have been pushed around uh you know a lot and sometimes maybe suffer from excessive momentum on the upside on the downside and um i think it's um you know that's a challenge and it's important not to overreact and, and do uh, our own homework you know about the fundamentals of the assets and and the strategies that we with it we consider and you know, has uh, one usually say, do not throw the baby with uh, the, the, the water bath. Um, and something that is also, um, uh, you know, uh, important, and I think that convictions, um, investment convictions will be tested. Um, you know, and the recent events are a good example of that. Uh, there, there has been a lot of work that has been done to push certain types of industries that have high levels of polluting emissions or have an excessive consumption of resources into a more sustainable path. And and the war has put under stress, um, you know, many supply chains like the energy supply chain, uh, 
and had caused rises in energy um, and food prices. And that's obviously a threat to you know our economies, um, to social stability, to uh, portfolio performances. Um, and um, well, you know, we really hope that peace will come soon because uh, it's causing a lot of pain, but that will also help stabilize uh, the, uh, the the situation. Um, nonetheless, um, we hope that you know the long-term objectives of developing an economic ecosystem that is based on sustainable consumption of resources that do not put at risk the future of the human species will remain on track. And, and that, uh, you know, sometimes uh, um, that's, well, it's, it's, that's why I think that uh, it's a, a very difficult period where convictions uh, will, will be tested. Yeah. And more on a more, from a more uh, a logistic perspective, um, one of the challenges is uh, is also uh, you know we we invest globally, mm-hmm. and uh, and travel restrictions are um, less a problem but are still a problem to to, to travel as before, and um, and uh, well fortunately the you know the the situation has improved well fortunately uh, in in our biggest areas of focus, so um, as I said it's less a problem in terms of investment. Uh, and um, and we hope that it will remain so, and that life was will be able to return to its uh, you know normal uh, in a safe way. Yeah, I think that we will we will go back to to normal. Uh, I mean, um, now everything is you know is starting to um, you know to to be normal. Like uh, for example, now if you have to travel, okay, you have to probably. I don't know, uh, fill in some some document in order to enter a new country, or or probably you have to, to have obviously your your COVID passport, whatever. But at the end of the day, uh, I think that um, little by little we are starting to feel um, as we were, you know, feeling feeling before. So so well, fingers crossed, fingers yes. crossed that that in 2022. We have good news, please, because um, everything seems to be so crazy right now. So, uh, well, yeah, thank you, thank you, Natalina, for for sharing your your challenges, the challenges that you face with the listeners. Um, also, I wanted to know if um, so. Have you changed the way you select funds for a portfolio since uh, the start of of this war and the adoption? Of the um, European European Union measures or um, sanctions, uh, would you like to to tell the listeners? Uh, I don't know which aspects do you consider most important when selecting funds uh, for a portfolio since everything has started, basically. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a tough one. Um, well, I cannot say that we have. You know, it's a, it's a, a, a recent. A recent event, so I don't, I cannot specifically say that we have, but it has definitely has got impacts on, on what we do. I think that the biggest impact for our day-to-day work was to make sure that you know all the strategies were compliant with uh, you know regulation, international um, internal uh, uh, regulation and internal rules. So that was um, obviously the, the must-do uh, on that side. Um, we have also you know uh, assessed. Um, the direct and indirect exposures 
that uh, you know the investments add to the conflict and 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 see if there was any remediation measure to be uh, considered. Uh, fortunately, the the you know exposures were relatively limited, uh, so there was no sort of big a big fire. Uh, there was not a fire to 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 be to be tackled. So no need to take any specific measures. Well, and although the war you know has not changed the focus of our priorities, our well you know the focus that we had until now. I think it has enhanced concerns that we already had around the impact of inflation in our portfolios. So, you know, it's uh, in, it's um, it's it has just as I mentioned before, it has put another layer on on an existing problem. So, um, that is definitely something that has uh, increased uh, um, our attention to the existing problems before. So. Um, it's uh, it's a little bit you know um, uh, an evasive, uh, not a direct answer. So we haven't done any specific adjustment. There was, but there was a lot of uh, direct and indirect impacts that had to be uh, taken care of. What I would say is that we you know we believe that, uh, um, and, and regarding your question about you know uh, selecting um, um, a, a fund uh, for a portfolio. Uh, we think that a good strategy is, um, you know, it, it is one that has uh, an investment process that is repeatable and and whose alpha generation, it does not only the, you know, does not only depend on sporadic events. So, um, th- I think that the the philosophy is uh, even more probably more relevant from you know on the selection of alternative strategies where the alpha generation is expected to be higher. Um, uh, but I would say that during these type of events, what we will probably tend to do is to weed out strategies that, uh, um, you know, did not perform uh, to expectations or did not did not manage risk. So instead of uh, adapting um, uh, our selection process to new strategies, it's um, it's uh, it's a scenario event that we're going live. And that will allow to test the the, the alpha cap uh, ability and resilience of this, the the investments that you have on your portfolio, and and probably mm-hmm. you you'll take some decisions to um, to um, to to re- re- reduce or, or redeem or uh, some specific investments. So um, the you know the we the the strategies um, that we select or the opportunities in asset classes that we. That we consider have uh, a longer runway and that are able to, you know, deploy successfully the strategy over longer periods of time. But it's it's definitely these types of events that will, you know, be important to consider from a risk management point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, because at the beginning you you mentioned um, some solutions, no? Yeah. Uh, you know, in the current context and everything. But if you have to mention just one solution, um, where could you recommend investing right now due to the these new circumstances? If you have to mention just one, <laughs> just one. Yeah. Um, well, it's a bit it's a bit hard to answer that that, that question because you know it, we don't really think that uh, that the war has created new circumstances, but. As I mentioned, it has enhanced problems that were already there. But that said, you know, um, 
uh, some specific strategies like uh, you know CDAs uh, have mm-hmm. strongly benefited from the trends in uh, in energy futures futures for example mm-hmm. so the the they they have uh, brought um, uh, good diversification benefits to the strategies that are able to hold these strategies and and it's something also that i you know uh, point out with a, a, a grain of salt Uh, is uh, if clients are able to be exposed to these types of strategies, you know, CDAs mm-hmm. um, uh, that will often have um, exposure to uh, commodities. Uh, that's that's one of the strategies that would, would be able to advise on, uh, and that have um, you know uh, did really well during the, the, this period. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you because I know it was a, a difficult question, but but well, I had to to ask you that. Um, so well, uh, Natalie. On top of that, I would like to you know know more about your your company, Candrum. So, how is Candrum's uh, team structure to to cover the universe? Okay, well, that's a, yeah, that's um, that's an interesting question. Um, so we're a big team. Uh, we're a team of 17 people. Uh, they are wow. based in Luxembourg and Paris. Um, uh, in terms of logistics, we have seven people in Paris and 10 are based in, in Luxembourg. And our mandate is to select third-party investment strategies that are to be used in discretionary uh, investment mandates or to um, be used in tailor-made uh, mandates. Um, Uh, which is uh, the topic uh, of uh, our discussion, um, or to have buy lists where clients can pick and choose um, specific um, uh, investments they are would like to be exposed to. Um, but that also includes, um, you know, clients also include other Candrium business units that uh, would like to uh, have access to a specific expertise that um, we wouldn't have uh, in-house. Mm-hmm. Uh, the core of the team um, has been working together for uh, for many years uh, and is uh, you know it's uh, composed by uh, experienced investment professionals uh, that have also a previous experience um, in financial markets like you have uh, rates or, or options traders uh, you have the risk managers and you have also people coming from the portfolio management side so different skill sets that are very interesting to have within the same team And mm-hmm. um, as you mentioned, that's it's a wide universe. So the team is roughly structured by um, uh, types of strategies. So you have one part who deals with EDS and passive investments. One part is long only uh, active management strategies, and you have uh, 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 alternative solutions uh, part. And um, within within each category. You'll have uh, areas of expertise. Uh, for example, to give you a very specific example, uh, mm-hmm. I work on the, the alternative solutions part of the team. Uh, I cover the full spectrum, as you mentioned at the introduction, yeah, from liquid alternatives to private assets, and and I will um, I will have, be very active on the advisory of alternative uses. So, yeah, but then you, you you're going to have other types of, of profiles. But what I would like to to say is that um, we, we believe in, in, in teamwork. So, you know, there's um, there's a lot of interactions between uh, the different members, um, you know, uh, and you can, uh, exchanges are, are healthy to have, uh, you know, other views on their area of expertise, 
challenge your which each other's ideas or um or collaborate on uh, you know um on a, on a specific product uh, between the uh, on a specific product using the experts within uh, each uh, mm -hmm. different type of uh, asset um last thing that i would uh, uh, say to you know to uh, over uh, over a little bit the, the lid on on the on the team is mm -hmm. um it's um the i think that the, that the expertise that uh, you know this team has uh, has accumulated over close to 20 years that's uh, that's a long time well, it's a, yeah. um it's a very it's an important part of the of the engine um you know the our investment selection is is based in financial data but uh, it's not only based on on databases um it's uh, it's based on uh, you know um uh, a deep network of uh, investment professionals across the world uh, the knowledge of the universe that you're investing in and um and the, and the experience of of managing these portfolios so hence uh, i mentioned on, on the challenge side um it will be good to be back on the road and, and uh, you know and, and uh and meet again face to face or, or meet more often because we have already met uh uh, meet more often with uh, with the peers and and other investment professionals. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you, thank you very much, uh, Natalina. Um, so yeah, and last but certainly not not least, um, nowadays uh, it is very common to see ESG investing. Um, how difficult it is to to reconcile the different uh, ESG investment approaches from the different counterparties you deal with. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely not a, a an easy task. I think uh, I would have to take another thirty minutes to. No. <laughs> to well, we have we have to be quicker. <laughs> <laughs> I will not do that. No, uh, I will just say uh, on this topic that uh, you know, uh, obviously, um, our culture within Kendrim is uh, strong regarding mm -hmm. sustainable investments. Um, but our approach regarding selecting external ESG strategies uh, for mm -hmm. the different asset classes that we have covered does not imply selecting strategies that have exact the same culture that uh, we do at, at Candrium. Uh, uh, because, you know, we value diversity of opinion. You know, I think that that makes the, the market richer. Uh, I think that's mm -hmm. interesting to, to consider other ways of uh, approaching ESG. So um, what we do uh, when we have to um, uh, select uh, ESG strategies in in a few bullet points to to be brief is mm -hmm. that we will have some base criteria that we you know have defined as the, uh, an absolute must have for a manager or a strategy to be eligible as an ESG strategy so this can be obviously uh, for example uh, uh, no exposure or investment in uh, you know uh, cluster munitions as, as, as a simple example but so we will have base criteria and that uh, that we will, if uh, um, a strategy or manager does not comply with that, we will not go ahead uh, with um, um, selecting this counterparty. Then we will analyze from um, a qualitative um, perspective, the ESG policy from the manager that we are considering. And, uh, and we will see if, um, if we see value in the approach uh, that, um, you know, uh, this manager is implementing. Uh, and if it might be interesting to consider this strategy. Um, and finally, um, you know, um, 
we will uh, do for all uh, external strategy, ESG strategies that we uh, select is do a mapping mm-hmm. of uh, what is done, uh, what is effectively done to improve the sustainability of their portfolios by these different managers, and we will uh, um, and we will keep that information for the funds that we are investing in, or um, when advising on uh, to, to to clients, uh, you know, if clients can also have different constraints or objectives. Um, you will see on the mapping which one is more appropriate to which client because then mm-hmm. you can do a matching. So I think it's um, it's a it's it's a good approach to uh, consider diversity of opinion, uh, consider the you know the effectiveness of the ESG process being implemented, and and what we also try to do is engage with the managers that we that we um, that we interact with to you know to propose or, or suggest some improvements to their improved investment process i think that's also um you know a good uh, uh, good part of the job mm-hmm. um well uh amazing uh natalina thank you for sharing your experience uh opinion well everything on on an important and as i said at the beginning a very interesting topic but also hard because obviously we have over a little bit what is happening now within the markets but also within Europe, well, the, the whole world, basically, with uh, this uh, conflict war, however you want to call it. Um, so, yeah, uh, my dear listeners, uh, this podcast has come to an end. So thank you very much for, for your time, Natalina, because I know you are a super busy person. So thank you. Thank you very much for, for being thank here. Thank you for the invita- invitation. <laughs> And no worries. Uh, it was a pleasure. So, yeah, and as I always say, I hope that these really interesting discussions get growing and we look forward to the upcoming talks with more fans lectures. Thank you so much, everyone. Bye.